This is Plant-Based Briefing, Kitchen Compost, Turning Trash into Treasure, Part 2 by Ocean Robbins at foodrevolution.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. This is the Plant-Based Podcast, where I curate and narrate with permission a variety of articles on healthy, compassionate, and sustainable living in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. Today's article was longer than that, so it's a two-parter. I read part one yesterday, so go back and listen to that first, and then jump back here for part two. And now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Kitchen Compost, Turning Trash into Treasure, Part 2, by Ocean Robbins at foodrevolution.org. Compost Collection Bins There are a range of compost bins on the market, varying in look, price, convenience, size, and capacity. You can go high-end, well, not that high-end, as of this writing, there are no Gucci or Prada composting bins, or simple, small or large, minimalist, or packed with features. You can also DIY compost bins out of just about any container you have lying around. In the end, though, their ultimate purpose is to collect and contain your food scraps so they don't go to waste and end up in the landfill, or sit around and attract flies and perfume the air with eau de sewage. DIY Compost Bins Henry David Thoreau warned, Beware of all enterprises that require new clothes. Similarly, you don't need to invest in a fancy compost bin to collect your food scraps. You can repurpose almost any type of container, although you'll definitely want a lid to keep the odors in and not floating around your kitchen. Some examples of DIY compost containers include plastic or glass storage bins, buckets, bowls, flower pots, and empty food containers like coffee cans. Countertop Compost Bins If the idea of a grungy orange 5-gallon bucket from Home Depot sitting between your toaster and blender doesn't fill you with joy, you can also purchase a simple compost container made specifically for that purpose. They come in various materials including plastic, stainless steel, bamboo, and ceramic. Some bins can be used with compostable bags, which make it easier to clean the inside of the container. If you're part of a municipal composting program, check with the administrator to find out if they actually accept compostable bags, as not all do. Some commercially available containers also come with filters made of activated charcoal or carbon to capture odors before they can escape and assault your nose, or to entice it if you happen to have the nose of a fruit fly. Countertop Composting While the containers we've looked at so far are just receptacles for holding kitchen scraps, there are also ways to create compost right on your countertop. This type of composting is especially well-suited for single people or couples without children who generally generate less waste than larger families. Countertop composting can also be very convenient since you don't need to venture outside to deal with the scraps. You can gather up the peels and seeds right next to where you process the food. And it's a great option to make a dent in food waste if you live in an apartment, don't have an outdoor space, or don't have access to a curbside composting program. There are three main ways to perform kitchen composting. One is powered by worms, another by fermentation, and the third by electricity. Worm composting. Worm composting bins take advantage of the fact that many worm varieties can eat up to half their body weight each day, and they're diligent about rapidly converting that food into worm poop, which is a lot less gross than it sounds and is actually really nutrient-rich soil. The fancy name for worm composting is vermicomposting. If you're raising the worms, you're engaged in vermiculture. It's a pretty straightforward process. Feed worms food scraps, keep them sufficiently aerated and hydrated, maintain a livable temperature, harvest the castings on a regular basis, and keep them contained so they don't start casing your kitchen looking for food. You'll need a waterproof container with air holes, which you can either make yourself or put together from a purchased kit, moist bedding material, and worms, which you can order online, much to the delight of your mail carrier. 
If seeing the worms in your kitchen makes you squeamish, it might be better to keep it out of sight, under the sink, or in another room, at least on those nights when you're serving linguine or, etymology alert, vermicelli. If you're a dedicated vegan, you may or may not determine that vermicomposting aligns with your ethical sensibilities. Personally, I think that building a world with less waste and more compost contributes to the cause of compassion. But of course, as in all things, do what makes sense to you. Bokashi Composting Bokashi means fermented organic matter in Japanese, and the Bokashi method of composting speeds up the process by introducing microorganisms into the mix, the same wee beasties that occur naturally in garden soil. Bokashi is usually done in a bucket with a tight-fitting lid and a spigot at the bottom, like one of those big glass beverage dispensers people use at cookouts, except instead of iced tea, you get Bokashi tea. All you do is throw in your kitchen scraps, cover with a layer of bran inoculated with the microorganisms, and leave it alone. As the food waste pickles, it produces a dark, nutrient-rich liquid that you can access through the spigot, which, mixed with lots of water, your houseplants will simply adore. Also, drawing off the liquid keeps the fermenting compost from smelling like an open sewer once you open it. After somewhere between 10 and 21 days, you can open the bucket and behold what can charitably be called pre-compost. It's not crumbly soil, but the food waste is fermented enough that it can either get mixed directly into a garden bed or finished in a compost pile or compost tumbler. Most Bokashi systems use two buckets in rotation, so you can feed scraps to one bucket while the other one is locked in fermentation. You can buy Bokashi buckets and inoculated bran online or from a local garden store. YouTube searches will also show you how to make your own buckets and DIY vegan inoculated bran. Or check out a starter kit that comes complete with bucket, spigot, and inoculant linked here. Electric composters. Electric composters bring the ancient art of rotting food into the modern age. They don't just collect food scraps, but actually break them down into usable soil in a matter of hours. They do this by heating, grinding, and drying the scraps. Some include microbial pods that render the compost into garden-ready fertilizer, and they include filters so you shouldn't have a problem with odors. Electric composters can come with some downsides. To accommodate their high-end features, they're typically bulkier than their manual cousins and take up more counter space. They can also be expensive, both their original purchase price and their total cost of ownership, including supplies and electricity. However, some can be quite energy efficient, and the value they provide in terms of home garden fertilizer can make them more than worth the expense. Editor's note, if you're interested in a countertop electric composter, our team's favorite is made by Lomi, linked here. They have a cute and catchy tagline, From Trash to Treasure, which I might have used as the title of this article if they hadn't thought of it first. Lomi promises an odor-free, pest-free, mess-free composting solution which involves transforming food scraps into nutrient-rich plant food in just four hours. And if you purchase a machine using this link, they'll contribute a portion of the proceeds to Food Revolution Network and our mission. Don't let your food scraps go to waste. Whether you just use compost collection bins to save your food scraps for curbside pickup or try your hand at one of the countertop composting methods, kitchen composting is a great way to reduce food waste and contribute to a healthier planet. Best of all, you don't need a backyard or a lot of space to put your food scraps to use. From kitchen counters to basements, there are creative ways to transform your food scraps into rich, nourishing soil. By embracing composting, you not only divert waste from landfills, but also help enrich soil, foster plant growth, and mitigate the challenges of depleted farmlands. Remember, every step you take to reduce waste and turn trash into treasure is a step towards a more healthy, ethical, and sustainable future. 
You just listened to Kitchen Compost, Turning Trash into Treasure, Part 2, by Ocean Robbins at foodrevolution.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. We've been composting for a few years now, and we bought a kit. It's like an outdoor rotating container. And we put our scraps in, spin it around. We didn't have to add any worms because it's outdoors. The bugs have found it. So it's been a great addition for our garden soil. And until now, I've never taken any of the liquid to use for our houseplants, but we're going to start doing that now as well. And as always, I put a link to the original post in the show notes. And you might want to check this one out because there are so many great links there if you're interested in learning more about composting, about different ways to save your food scraps and use them, like using some of them first to make vegetable stock and then composting them. There's a link to that infographic about what you can compost and what you can't. So many great resources in this article. And if you happen to listen on YouTube, you may notice that none of the links in the description work there. And that's just the way it gets posted to YouTube automatically by Libsyn, my podcast hosting service. So if you want to get the links or the original article, you can always go to plantbasedbriefing.com and click on the episode and you'll find the show notes in there. So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit and thanks for listening.